Hi everyone and welcome to episode one of Blossom. I am very excited to be finally recording our first proper episode. You may have listened to the intro, you may have not listened to the intro, maybe starting on episode one. Basically this is a space where we're going to talk about blossoming, we're going to talk about growth, we're going to talk about spirituality, we're going to talk about connection, how to grow as people, how to get through life all of this stuff really there's no bounds as to what we're going to be able to discuss but we're going to start with um the first episode obviously and we're going to talk about connecting with yourself hilariously i had something else planned completely for the first episode went away researched it meditated on it reflected on it everything was ready to go and i spent just a morning with myself um, just connecting with myself and I just really felt such a strong message that we needed to talk about something completely different so I was like cool okay thanks universe <laughs> and it mixed everything up for us and or for me and I realized that we needed to talk about connecting with yourself and I went away and started to work on that instead so that's what we're talking about and I share that with you because for me it made me feel very encouraged that actually we're doing the right thing um, so yeah, we're going to talk about connecting with yourself, what it means, how to do it, my experiences of connecting with myself and the benefits that it's brought and also the difficulties that I've had in this area and just discuss it in general because I genuinely feel that there's a lot of people, especially in my generation, who are very hungry to connect with themselves and they don't know how to do it. Now, I did touch on all of this on the intro, so you can go and listen to that, but I came from a background with a very strong faith, and so I learned how to connect with myself basically my whole life. From being about three or four, I started on that journey, and for me, it's something that I know how to do, but it doesn't mean that I've not had times in my life growing up where I didn't have a clue who I was. When you don't know who you are, it is horrible it's it's not a nice feeling and sometimes you can be so out of touch that you don't even realize you don't know who you are for a good while or you may have known who you are and you may have started to feel a bit lost along the way that is absolutely fine it's normal for some people in in the environments that they were raised in connecting with themselves just wasn't on the radar just wasn't part of your family life or it wasn't part of it's just not part of your background it wasn't a priority and that is absolutely fine there is nothing wrong with that we all come from different places and we all have different strengths and different weaknesses and we're all works in progress and if connecting with yourself is something you are looking into I invite you to just sit down get comfortable get yourself a drink get yourself a tea a glass of wine you just get whatever you need Whatever you feel that you need today, you just you just sit down with that and get comfortable. And we are going to delve into how to connect with ourselves. Um, and yeah, I hope that you enjoy this. So, connecting with yourself and me just means spending time with myself, finding out where I'm at, knowing where I'm at, knowing my feelings, knowing what's going on in my being knowing where I should be going in my life, knowing my passions, knowing my purpose, all of this stuff. And for me, that takes a lot of work. It takes self-work. It doesn't just come naturally um, to you, even though I may have, this may be spirituality, something that I'm so familiar with in my life, I still have to work so hard to be in touch with myself. 
and um, to me that's all it means is connecting with yourself the way I've started to view it um, recently when I've been doing more and more of this is to connect with yourself as you would a friend you may think that sounds really cheesy but the way that you spend time with a friend you have to check in with your friend. If I have a friend and I don't check in with them, I don't text them back, I never make time to see them, I never make time to sit down and have a chat with them, then I don't know what's going on in their life. And I feel that we are the same with ourselves. We can be so busy with our day in, day out, wake up, go to work, do your job, come home, you know, make the tea, watch that program you've been meaning to watch, go to sleep, wake up exhausted and repeat. And actually there's no time for us to connect with ourselves and we become out of touch. So I've started to try and connect with myself as I would a friend and the benefits that I've seen from that and also the benefits I've seen in other people's life who do the same thing, they might not call it that but that's exactly what they're doing, is I can't even describe the benefits of of knowing who you are. It's just to me it's pivotal to living a happy life that is all connecting with yourself is um in my eyes personally and that's kind of the view that we'll be looking at it from today and we will be looking at this from a beginner's perspective as if you have never gone on that journey before or maybe you've gone on it a little bit and you're looking to improve this is not expert level this is beginner level and that's kind of what i wanted to aim for with this podcast and um yeah make it really accessible for people who are trying to get to grips with this stuff and just form healthy discussion around it so i remember a time when i had this is what always comes to my mind when i'm discussing with anyone um you know learning who you are and, and getting to know who you are and connecting with yourself i had been in a relationship it was really what i imagine and describe as my first proper like love it was for me personally and I know for a lot of people around me when we talked about it is their first love and mine was just it was like all consuming like mind body soul gone just (laughs) it was like a tidal wave that just came and knocked me down and and there's good parts of that and there's bad parts of that for me my experience of that um although there were there were there were good things there was also some um emotional and mental abuse and it was difficult and it messed me up a lot and um i got to a place where i had no idea who i was i was sat in my bedroom one day i was rock bottom i was kind of in a grieving process as well but i remember when the dust started to settle, I realised I had no idea who I was and that was one reason why I had to come away from the relationship, Um, one of the main reasons really. And I just sat in my room and I remember thinking, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't trust a single thought. I don't know what thoughts are mine and what thoughts have been put there by somebody else. I just didn't know. And it was the most heartbreaking feeling to me. And if you're going through something like that at the moment, I send so much love to you or even if you've gone through it in the past and you you know you you on your way out of it well done because it's it's not easy and it's really hard I at that time sat down in my room I remember this so clearly and I genuinely don't think I'll ever forget it I sat down with a notepad and I started to write down simple facts about myself in a journal like 
I am a woman you know this is what makes me feel good and I would list I started to list very very basic things about myself and I remember thinking I hope nobody ever finds this list because they are gonna think I am crazy <laughs> and I've lost my mind um so I started to write these down because I wanted a starting point to get to know me again even if it was the basics and now it's years later my connection with myself is probably better than it's ever been but it's taken work and experience and time and yeah it takes a lot of commitment but I just want to encourage you that if you're in that space now it's not a permanent thing and you can get out of it because I've done it um so yeah, I want to start with the tips of how to do it and be really practical when we're talking about it. So my first thing is kind of what I was saying before is, is, is just making the time, making time to spend time with yourself as as you would a friend is, is the advice I can give. Whether it's half an hour in the week where you sit down just with yourself, no outside noise, whether it's in a bedroom, somewhere that's private and comfortable for you. Something that has really benefited me during this time when I'm making time for myself is also to make myself what I call a sacred space or a safe space, you might like to call it. A space that makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel cosy because for me, that's what I love. I like small spaces. I like a very basic candle. <laughs> um, just a comfortable, cosy, warm space that's clean and tidy. That's what makes me feel good. I like a crystal, I like a candle around me, some water, you know, a journal. Just, that's what makes me feel at ease. I like a lot of pink in my space because um, I just like it. And, you know, maybe a bit of sparkle somewhere um, because that's what makes me feel like me and it's what makes me feel safe. And that creates a safe space for me to explore myself and just spend time with myself so if you can make a space that's comfortable for you it may be completely different to mine you may be comfortable in a black environment with no candles and a cup of tea or you know whatever makes you feel safe even just in that experience developing a space where you can sit and be in sacred space with yourself, you're already getting to know yourself. What do you like in your space? What do you not like in your space? What helps you to connect with yourself? What doesn't? Do you like it to do it at night when it's dark? Do you like to do it in the morning? You know, what do I like to be around me? What colors do I like? You're connecting with yourself even in something as simple as that. So I really encourage you to create a sacred space and spend time in it. Just to make that time, phone on airplane mode, just, connect connect with yourself and really just make the time if you have to get your diary out to put in half an hour in the week where you can do that and relax then do that for me when I first started trying to connect with myself and spend more time with myself I just had a bath I would get like I got some bath bombs made from um, essential oils and they would maybe have some petals in them you might like a lush bath bomb and I would go and get in the bath in complete silence or I might get a book um, that was kind of spiritual or something that helped me connect with myself and that was my space and now I've kind of migrated over to having a sacred space um, outside of that but that was where I started off and that's okay I firmly believe that if you want to connect with yourself there then you do it take time as well my second tip is to take time being patient with yourself this is getting to know yourself is is a long process if you meet someone one day 
or say you meet a new work colleague or you meet a new friend, it takes you time to get to know that person. My best friend, we've been um, best friends now for, I think it's about seven years. I think it's about seven years. And even now I, I learn things about her that I didn't know. And we talk all the time and we spend so much time together, but I still learn things about her I didn't know before and we've been friends seven years you are no different on top of that you're always growing and experiencing new things and you're always changing there's always going to be something new to get to know about yourself so just give your just give yourself time in a sense of patience as well um so yeah make it make time for yourself in both of those um capacities as well when we're talking about taking time I advise personally that you are in silence I think sometimes silence is uncomfortable for people I kind of find it weird if I'm like driving and I don't have any music on I find that weird like I feel like I need music on or something and sometimes when we're in um we're in sacred space or we're in silence and we're not used to it thoughts can creep in thoughts and feelings and uncomfortableness and I don't even know if uncomfortableness is a word but you know anxiety things can start to creep in in the silence and we don't like it and I really believe that that's why we reach for things like music we might reach I don't know we might just want something on the tv on or and that's fine those things are fine but I think when you're trying to connect with yourself please do your best to just be in solitude in silence if that's what works for you and those thoughts and feelings and, and uncomfortable things that are creeping in, embrace them. Try and be really brave and let those waves of emotion or whatever it is that you start to feel, let them come in because they're the things in your mind that they're creeping out because you've not been listening to them before. And for me, that's really what connecting with yourself is. So try and be in silence and in solitude and be by yourself it can take people a long time to be comfortable being in their own company that that might be a year-long process for you just being comfortable in silence and in your space that's that's fine um but it will definitely help you on your journey to getting to know yourself in the space practically um what i like to do because you might think okay i've created this space it looks nice i've got a candle i've got i've got a cup of tea i've got this and what do I do now? <laughs> um, again, this is whatever you want to do. I'm going to give you some examples of things that um, I do. To be honest, when I was first starting to connect with myself, I would be in silence with a candle and I would get a book by a certain teacher. So I am in love with Ayanna Van Zandt. She's incredible. She is just amazing. I'll probably talk about her all the time on this podcast because I just she's taught me so much and she's a spiritual teacher so I might read some of her books or listen to a, a super soul podcast by Oprah Winfrey they're really good that was when I was first starting off now I prefer to do things like meditation meditation is something that I want to touch on later and you know fully and go into a lot of detail I kind of have a bit of a two-part um thing planned where we can talk about meditation and everything like that but briefly meditating in the space I think is one of the best things you can do you can just go on YouTube and find different types of meditation there's also obviously the Headspace app I'm sure a lot of people have heard of that what Headspace is doing is incredible for me personally it wasn't it just didn't fit me 
that well um but i know so many people that it helps and i have so much respect for what they're doing and if you don't have that much time or you're just starting out get the headspace app try you can do them in i'm pretty sure you can do them in like five minutes um and that is a form of meditation and it's brilliant i think if you have spotify as well you get headspace free if you want it like you get all of the the headspace app um to your use for free just a little tip for me the best type of meditation almost said medication <laughs> the best type of meditation for me is um chakra meditation which is basically you focus on the seven chakras as you go up your body um, and focus on different parts of them. It's always guided, the ones that I do anyway. I find mine on YouTube. And the reason that I like chakra meditation is because a, a lot of meditation is really about clearing the mind and connecting with yourself. Any form of connection really, I think, is what we're all looking for in our lives completely whether it's in a group or with any somebody else or with yourself um but connection is really all i believe that we're looking for and starting with meditation i really struggled to connect with myself just meditating and emptying the mind because other things would might come into my mind and i just couldn't fully connect with my inner being i felt like it just wasn't getting there for me or when it did I just wasn't getting as much out of it as I would have hoped so I now do chakra meditation which I love because I'm connecting with myself but I'm focusing on something so I'm focusing on the chakras as I go up I'm focusing on different parts of my being and I'm focusing on who I am and who I'm becoming and growth and so chakra meditation has really helped me and you can find that on YouTube you might just need to have a little flick through and have a look you'll find a voice and something that suits you so i would recommend chakra meditation if maybe empty in the mind is not so easy for you but you're looking into looking into it really and wanting to do it meditation i find great usually as well after i've done meditation i will with with chakra meditation you will often um you may picture the chakras or you may put your hands on them i prefer to just slowly move my hands to each chakra as i'm focusing and then at the end, I will always put my hands on the ground in front of me. Um, and I will always just meditate on the earth for a minute. And <laughs> I always feel like that might sound really strange to people. But I ask the earth for a message. Or you may call it Mother Earth. Or you may call it Mother Nature. Or you may just call it the earth. Whatever. For me mother nature and and mother earth carries me every day of my life it's been here it's been beneath my feet since i could walk and since i was born really so i like to just put my hands on the ground and just ask for an earth message what does mother nature she's been watching me and what does she have to say or or to to help me and you can view that however you want what i'm starting to believe happens when i do this is that i tap into my subconscious because usually as almost as soon as my hands hit the ground and I start to just meditate on it, I will get a message like that, like boom, something will hit me. And I really am starting to believe that maybe it taps into the subconscious a little bit. We already know what it is that we need. And when we 
when I do that, I get a message and some of the things, usually what happens is I get a few words and then whatever it is that has given me this message disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? And that's the point where I like to get a journal out. I'll, I'll sit with the message for a minute, 10 seconds, 10 minutes, however long I feel I need with it. And then I'll start to journal and tend to be able to develop it and develop it and develop it and um, really get a lot out of it. And some of the messages I've got are insane. Um, so that's something that I do if you wanted to try that as well. Journaling, I suppose, comes into that. And, and journaling is another thing that I think is great to do in your sacred space. If journaling is not easy for you and you don't know what to write, don't worry. I started writing I am a woman on a piece of paper so <laughs> we all have to start somewhere and now I can write and write and write and some of the things I write I'm like I amaze myself at or maybe you might want to find journal prompts online um, go and have a look for some journal prompts or maybe get some cards some like pulling cards with different words on when I went to a women's circle recently which I am going to do an episode on um, I, we all, we all had two cards already for us and like one of my cards for example was trust, that was the word that I got and I got it and thought initially, mm, this doesn't really ring anything for me, I don't, this isn't jumping out at me in any way, I don't feel this is something that's necessarily for me right now, um, and, but I thought I'll write it down anyway and I wrote it down and I reflected on it. And I ended up pulling out so much stuff from me that was to do with trust that I needed to work on or realise. And I think it might have even brought me to tears. I was journaling um, this stuff that was so profound. And actually, initially, I didn't even think I needed to talk about anything. So if you want to um, maybe get some cards with one word on or, you know, one idea on and just and use those as journal prompts I think that's a great thing to do and just start to explore your relationships with different things and concepts and you might hit on some really um, profound things something I would actually recommend if you're on this journey and wanted to connect with yourself is actually a film and the film I'd recommend you watch is actually my favorite film side note but it's Eat Pray Love with um, Julia Roberts Eat, Pray, Love is also an amazing book by Elizabeth Gilbert, who is incredible. I would recommend the book as well. But I'd recommend Eat, Pray, Love because you can just watch that in an evening. You can watch it with your partner. You can watch it with your girlfriend, your mom, yourself. Um, it's my all-time favourite film. But basically, without giving anything away, um, Julie Roberts basically looks around in her life and she sees nothing that... that relates to where she's in a life that doesn't doesn't fit her and she goes on a journey to Italy, India and Bali to explore herself and get back to who she is and that's probably why it's my favourite film because I just ugh, I just love it. It's just I feel I really believe that everybody needs to watch that film. But that whole film is about connecting with yourself, finding your balance and it's also an amazing film and it really depicts the journey of connecting with yourself and going through life so if this is something that you're working on or wanting to know a bit more about or you're curious about I think following your curiosity alone is a huge part of connecting with yourself if this is your curiosity right now follow it and watch that film um 
books as well. I love um, Ayanna Van Sant, as I've mentioned. I'm currently reading um, Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk, which is about communication and boundaries and, you know, loving people 24 seven. Um, but just any book that really is, is helps build you as a person, you can read that in the space if maybe meditation and whatever else isn't working for you right now. And you can always move on to the other things. Um, so they're all things that I would recommend in the space. Touching on kind of following your curiosity, as I mentioned, something that I've really begun to believe in in terms of connecting with yourself is following what I call the pull. Um, when I've started to connect with myself more, the pull towards certain things has got stronger. I really feel that the more you connect with yourself, the more you start to see things align in your life. For me, the more connected I am with myself, it's terrifying the alignments that begin to happen and I begin to see, and I mean terrifying, like these things are not coincidences that are happening. I must be in tune with something because it's it's insane. I will start to feel pulls towards things a lot stronger. So for me, I feel that it's a lot quicker. If I'm in a job that's not for me, if I have a friendship that's not for me, which we'll come on into a minute, um, I will realise a lot quicker and I'll feel a pull towards something different. You might feel a pull towards a different place. You might feel a pull to go travelling. You might feel a pull to let go of a friendship, let go of a relationship. You might feel a pull towards a relationship. You, This pull, I really feel, will get stronger and stronger for things. The more you get to know yourself, the more that you spend time with yourself. And I really feel that it pulls us towards the things that are for us if we're willing to sit with it and reflect on it and explore it and be brave and make those jumps. Start to tune in to your pull. And it's not just pure desire. It feels different. It feels like that is what's for me. So you might go for a job interview and you might walk through the doors and something just hits you and you're like, this is for me. I'm going to be, this is where I'm going to be. Or you might meet someone and think you're you're going to be something in my life and you might not see them for months and something turns around and you end up bumping into them and these things really just seem to ramp up for me personally and for people that I know the more that we connect with ourselves so try and tune into that pull a little bit spend time with yourself and find out what is it that you want to do what do you think your purpose is what's your passion where do you think you're going what you know just try and follow that pull is another piece of advice that I have Something else I wanted to touch on from personal experience was connecting with myself, how I started to do it a bit better. So I, what happened with me, and I did touch in this on this um, in my intro, was that I came from a home with a strong faith and I had these amazing teachings and everything instilled into me. And then I went to university, which was like chaos. And it, I... I dived from a home with a, a strong faith into the chaos of, of university and got so wrapped up in it. It was like a world where everybody just did what they wanted and I had to explore myself. And then I came out of it and I started to get to know myself and I started to mellow a little bit. 
then as I got older and I was mellowing more and I've been getting to know myself, I started to feel like I knew who I was, but it was a very small seed and it was very deep down inside me and I wasn't, I was watering it a little bit at a time. And when I was in social situations or certain situations, I would feel like I knew who, I'm going to call it the true Abby and you might think that's so cheesy, but I knew how Abby wanted to respond in that setting and what she really thought, but it wasn't aligning with the outside of me. It wasn't aligning with my words or my actions or the way that I seemed to other people. And the reason I now know that that was happening in hindsight was that I was in a circle where I couldn't be myself and so I didn't grow and I went through a time of losing friendships sometimes it was my choice sometimes it felt like it just had to happen um, or it might have even felt like their choice sometimes and it was I don't think I would call it a grieving process but it was really really difficult and it was really sad and I felt very lonely and like I'd lost so much and it was it was a really difficult time now in hindsight I realize that things had to leave my life for the other things that are in true alignment with who I am to come into my life so I had to go through a period of shedding almost like an old skin I lost my circle and pretty much anyway and then I was on my own for a little while it felt like becoming who I truly was because I didn't have those friends around me anymore that I might worry if they saw a change in me and ridiculed me or made a joke out of me or judged me or you know when you have people in your life they often want you to stay how you are because that's comfortable for them and they might not realize that it's not that they're evil it's just that you know we we're set to who we are and when we see somebody acting different especially somebody we were so close to sometimes we don't always like it so I had to go through a period of being on my own and learning who I was again and I could be myself because I lost those friendships. If you're trying to connect with yourself then I would really urge you to just look around at who you're spending your time with and who you're trying to grow around and just kind of reflect and see if there's anything maybe in your circle that's stopping you from doing that where you feel like you can't be yourself and you feel that you can't connect with yourself just take some time to reflect on that maybe that can be a journal prompt for you if you're just starting out on this this journey or whether you want to that's something you've never considered before because for me it was something I only I kind of realized at the time but I, I fully digested it in hindsight once I'd been really sad for a while about losing friends <laughs> Um, so yeah, just have a look at your circle. Can you be yourself in your environment? Can you connect with yourself in your environment? And if you can't, what needs to change? What might you have to let go of? The new moon, while I'm recording this, is in Scorpio. If you didn't already know. So if you're listening to this podcast like as soon as it's come out, then the new moon is in Scorpio. And we are on the 17th of May. I'm pretty sure we're recording today. 17th of May. And... The new moon in Scorpio brings a lot to the surface of fears, worries, anxieties, problems, things that aren't serving us anymore. And then it will tend to help us rebuild 
afterwards but we have to take that leap in terms of letting go of what isn't for us anymore and making the jump into an a new age really or a new chapter um because staying stagnant is never going to help you to connect with yourself or or get where you are capable of being so if you're listening to this podcast around the time that it's come out this is just perfect and yeah maybe I'd urge you to just journal on if there's anything around you that's that's blocking your connection with yourself or blocking you living out that connection I think in terms of our episode one that is everything I wanted to talk about um the reason I really wanted to touch on that is because throughout the journey of Blossom connecting with yourself is probably going to be one of the prime topics and goals because the benefits of connecting with yourself are just unparalleled in my experience so this is something a ritual that I would encourage you to incorporate into your life whenever you can in whatever way makes you feel most comfortable and I promise you will start to reap the benefits of connecting with yourself I am so grateful for you listening to this um, and coming on this journey with me. There is an Instagram that you can follow to go with this account where I will be posting words of encouragement and um, mindfulness things. And uh, yeah, so you can follow that if you want to have these kind of things appear on your timeline every now and again. So that is at the Blossom Podcast podcast that is at the blossom podcast on instagram so you can follow that if you would like to i'm so grateful for you listening i am sending you so much love and peace and whatever it is that you are needing and um yeah i will see you in the next episode i hope that you've enjoyed it bye